Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What's up, everybody? So, um, we left off at, uh, I think, talked about my marriage and how all things went down and trying to write a series. And I know there's trying and there's doing. And I always tell my kids, like, you're not trying, you either do or you don't. And so, you know, part of me is, well, are you trying it, Jim? Are you actually trying to write this series or are you writing the series? It's one or the other. No, try not, do, or do not, there is no try. I did, I did start making progress, I will say that. I wrote um, a whole bunch of stuff and I started off what I was telling you guys last week about the whole I've given up on everything, we just had two kids. Um, I think a lot of it had to do with uh, just inner struggles that my wife had for a while and um, and maybe postpartum depression after our second child which is, is not to be underestimated and, and you know I had a big battle with the forces I pulled over yelled at God and, and you know, it wasn't much later it was less than a week later or so and some people prayed for her, which was out of the, just out from left field, and the next thing you know, bang, she's heading in that in that world, and it's it's a fascinating story, absolutely fascinating story. Because, by the way, right now I am in Boulder, Colorado. I'm in Boulder, Colorado. It's cool little. First of all, the scenery in Colorado is it's if you've never been out here, it's breathtaking. It's stunning. The whole time driving out here, all I want to do is just sit and stare at the scenery. It's, it's, it's breathtaking. And I thought it was going to be a lot colder. It's the end of, um, it's the middle of September, but I thought it was going to be freezing by now. And it's not, if anything, it's warm. It's hot. During the day, it's been hot and cold. I'm still wearing a uh, t-shirt. I was thinking the same thing. That John Denver's full of shit, man. I was in Denver for two nights. Oh, just murdered that place, the landmark. I believe I was at. Sold out shows, 
absolutely incredible. Last night I was in Silverthorne, played the Silverthorne Pavilion, very big ski country, a lot of ski people there. Um, cute venue, it was a cute little venue. I thought I bombed. I didn't think I did well. I didn't think anyone was into me. I think because of the acoustics of that place, the laughter just goes straight up in the air, so you don't really hear people laughing. But then the show was over, and the meet and greet was over an hour. Um, so they had a great time, but I, I love it out here. I'm in Boulder tonight. I have Rich Aronovich opening for me. He just brought me to a... You know, he when he's fixated on something... He doesn't even think. Now we're walking around downtown Boulder, Colorado. And when I'm on the road, unless it's really authentic and one of these things that's a must try, I, 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 I'm not gonna go to a pizza place in Boulder, Colorado. I'm not gonna, I swear, I swear um, there's a cheesecake factory here. And I went, okay, safe. That's where, to, that's a good place. He's from New Orleans, and we went to this place called, uh, he saw a place that said, The French Corner. So he goes in, he goes, I, I want to look at the menu. He goes, looks at the menu. Then he goes inside, and he wants to talk to the manager. He wait, I'm, I'm waiting for him. He comes out about 10 minutes later. Yeah, no, we, well, this is a good place. Now, I, my instinct immediately said, this guy's not from New Orleans in Boulder, Colorado, in the middle college alley where people playing bongos and it smells like pot oil and just he's not um so whatever we go in there the wait staff sucked took forever it was it was like she was annoyed we were there we sit down rich asked to take taste some type of sauce i i, I don't know some sauce with creole in it and he waits for five minutes it comes and then his meal was cold. It was a big fear. Long story short, like I knew this was gonna happen. I knew this is gonna happen. I said, let's go to like a let's go to Cheesecake Factory. You can't lose here or there's so many other places. You don't want to go to French quarters in Boulder, Colorado. Is it, he, he does that sometimes. We'll go to we'll go to a tiny restaurant and he'll be like, Do you have um Creole here? Go I'll have the Creole. Don't order Creole and at La Framidas? I mean, what are you thinking? Do you have a, I'll have the grilled shrimp at Shake Shack. Like, what are you doing? It's burgers and shakes. Don't order shrimp. I do that with my, my wife all the time. We go, to, we go on the road or something, and we walk in a very diner atmosphere. You can tell if it's a diner, and it's, and it's dressed up a little more of a diner. Don't go off the beaten path. Eggs? Toast? English muffin. Uh, don't don't get all. I want the spinach, uh, Florentine. This is terrible. Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. It's a diner. Kiss my grand. <laughs> Burgers, fried food, pancakes, eggs. Don't go out the box. Are you gonna show up at a baseball field with a soccer ball? What are you doing? Use your head. Use your head. So that's the only thing. Once in a while, I bring Rich on that, and I, I normally talk him out of it. And this one was hard to talk him out. I knew it was going to be a disaster, but that's what it was. Now we're in this old hotel. It reminds me a little bit of uh, The Shining. It's huge. It looks like it's two, three hundred years old. 
this is a big college town. It's a huge college town. You got a mix of like hippie meets like uh, you know hipsters. It's um, some old wealth. It's an interesting little interesting little city. Uh, I like it. I like all. I'm not gonna lie. To you. I like all of Colorado. I although I'm not gonna lie to you, the climate definitely definitely affects you. You walk a little too fast, or you go up a flight of stairs, you're you're sitting down for a minute or two. You're it takes a little bit to catch your breath. So, I love it out here. There's there's this. Oh, I just can't get enough of the scenery out here. Sunshine in my eyes can make me cry. So, I'm literally, I didn't want to do it for my room because it's near a street and it's extremely loud. So I'm actually in the gym at the Boulderado. The hotel is called the Boulderado. Nice, quaint, cool, old hotel. When you take an elevator up, you need, it's, it's the old time elevators where like a bellman has to go in there and turn a key and turn this and then it goes up and you have room for maybe four or five people tops. So it's kind of a, it's, yeah, this is a cool place. It's a very cool place. So that is, I'm in the gym because it's the quietest place in the entire building. And I think this building takes up the entire city block. So that is where I'm podcasting from as we speak. You know, last week we had um, Hurricane Irma was, was pouncing the whole south in Florida. And... Um, now, before this storm came, listen, I am a guy that for years, for years and years, have always been anti-news and media. Now, that is just me. I don't trust them one bit. I don't believe anything. As a matter of fact, when they really push hard on a subject or an agenda, or they push extremely hard against somebody, it makes me very suspect. It makes me go, whatever it is, is threatening their lifestyle, if that makes sense. It's, it's just like the old, like take, take Bill Cosby. Oh, I'm, I stand for this and stand for that. Meanwhile, you date raping people. Anyway, that's just me. This, I'm not selling you an agenda. I'm just telling you who I am. I, I do buy conspiracies. I do... I, I don't believe everything they say. I can't stand... So this all goes to the hurricane. This hurricane... Now, was it devastating in the Caribbean? Yes, but they started with... This is the biggest and the, 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 the most scariest, horrendous, evil gorilla monsoon hurricanes maybe in history and i don't know if they were panicking because they just they they'd rather be over cautious than under cautious which i can respect a hundred percent but normally when a hurricane comes uh 
It starts in the Caribbean. The Caribbean always gets their ass kicked. When a hurricane's coming, the entire Caribbean has to get on all fours and stick their ass straight up to the moon because it's about to get kicked as hard as it can. It seems like every couple years, you know, Turks and Caicos, parts of Mexico, Bahamas, St. Martin, St. Thomas, they're all like, you go see them and they go, oh yeah, we're still recovering from, uh, you know, 2004 when uh, Hurricane Holy Shit came. And it's, they constantly get their ass kicked. Now, Jersey took an ass whooping a couple years ago and Florida took an ass whooping, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, maybe 20 years ago. So they're prepping this thing as you better. You better go to Milwaukee to clear this thing. This thing is the size of Godzilla Part 7. This thing is King Kong vs. Godzilla 2021 box office hit. Hurricane Irma. Now, my daughter is in her first month of college. And she's down in Florida. And she, I get the emails that she gets, and sure enough, she has to evacuate. They said, listen, uh, because of what they're saying and what they're tracking, all students must be off campus by, I think they had to be, I don't know, whatever day it was. It was at least four or five days before the storm hit, but you guys are out of here. So thank God, my wife and I, one of our best friends, live 45 minutes from where my daughter goes to school. So they came, they picked her up over the house. Now, I trust these, I've known them pretty much my whole life, since I was 18 years old. I, I know the people that my daughter's in care of, and I trust them dearly, and I love them dearly. And they have a child, they have two kids, so they're not going to, and they have a family there, they're not going to put themselves or their own child in jeopardy. Now, storm is now hitting the Caribbean. Sure enough, everyone's on all fours and they get their ass cheeks up in the air and they're getting their ass wallop. Kabang, kabang, St. Martin, goodbye. Turks and Caicos, goodbye. Cuba, goodbye. Everyone's getting their ass kicked. Now it's coming for Florida. And they don't, they don't even know. They don't even know. It was like a, a loose tiger was walking through the streets. Like, where the tiger? May, he may make a right turn and go up Fifth Avenue. This tiger may head for the suburbans. Either way, it's coming your way. We have no clue at the end of the day. And then, they, and then this is what the news does. They start getting professionals, so-called professionals, and stats, and they start saying, this is the projected uh, territory of where Irma should be heading. She's going to slam into Miami and then go up on the East Coast and just mutilate West Palm Beach and, and, and Fort Lauderdale. And if you're anywhere on the East Coast, you're going to get a whooping. I hope you didn't just buy a second home. Did you just retire? Is your whole life savings? You retired from the Northeast and now you obeyed the law and you retired to Florida and you're out there every day with your metal detector and your big black glasses. 
and you and you don't even have underpants on because it's too much of a struggle. So you're wearing you're wearing shorts, and you're just going commando, and the wind is whistling through your through your little 75, 80 year old retired ass cheeks. Is that is that where your life is at? You can't wait for for a freaking early bird special at the corner cafe and catch a little Judge Judy and call it a night. That's it. And watch the news and get angry and talk about how much uh, politics and this and that. Is that, it's, it's that who it is? Well, guess what? We're going to disrupt your life because Irma's coming. Irma's going to slap those sunglasses off your face. She's going to stomp on them. Then she's going to pull your pants down and unplug your television. What do you think about that? East Coast Florida, stick that in your snap box and see what happens. <laughs> I mean, it is, it's almost comical when you don't watch the news for a month or two and then you start watching it. It's comical how it, it just completely manipulates your thought process. And people are like, oh, that's not true. Well, yeah, no, it is. So, but at the end of the day, they don't have a clue of where it's going. They don't even know. So now it finally, it's, it's kind of hitting Miami, but not really. Now, Miami did take a, little, take a whooping because the water rose. The seas were high and the water came up. And so, you know, parts of Miami, the water flooded. Now, I, I don't know if, if it was like Houston. I think Houston was a lot worse. Um, and parts of Texas were a lot worse. But I, I don't know that for a fact. You just... So, with that said, now they're like, you know, this is a state of, a, it's a state of emergency and there's nothing you can do and all this jazz. And so... You know, now, you, now you're just sitting there and you're just waiting for this whole thing to go down. I had to walk outside the gym. Some guys walk, just came in the gym. It's a little awkward. I'm going to look for a spot. So now, ah, here's a nice little seat. So now, um, they're like, oh, wait a minute. It might head for the west coast of Florida. You know, if you're in Naples... You're going to get wild. You're, it's it's going to hit there. It's going to hit the Florida Keys. That's another thing. The Florida Keys, they're just barely above water as it is. They're sandbars with hotels and bars on them. So the, the Keys definitely took a whooping. But they're, they're practically underwater as it is already. So any big storm is going to kick their ass right off the bat anyway. So... It's hitting there, and then, then they're like, you know, it's come for the West Coast. But now, we would constantly check in with our neighbors, and uh, not our neighbors, or the people watching my daughter. And the people watching my daughter would constantly reassure, like, listen, stop watching the news, stop watching the Weather Channel. They're acting as if it's the end of the world. We're fine. 
We know our area. We know what it's like when big storms come our way. We're fine. I said, yeah, but... And, and my wife and I both were fine until everyone else starts. Everybody else starts texting. I'm going to say I had about 40 text messages. Get her out of there. Oh, my God. Is Gabrielle okay? Is, are, your friends have to get out of this. It was, it was nonstop. And I, I don't hold anything against them. They're, they're worried and they're looking out for you. But this is the massive brain madness. Madness. That the media just, just gets you going on. I'll give you a classic example. And I don't know if I said it last week. There's, I, just, I just visited someone out here in Colorado, and I'm talking to one of the kids, and one of the kids in the Colorado schools is, excuse me, they're actually in California. They said they're California friends. One of the kids is 13 years old, 13 years old, and wants to change their gender. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? You know what? I want to be black. I want to be black. I want to be black, and I want to be a millionaire, and I want to be a part. I want to be a horse. I want to be a horse. Can I start taking pills to make me a horse? What is going on with humanity? Oh, it's your right. It's your right to to shit. You're you're born what you are. You're not. It, it's your mind that's getting. 13 years old, you don't even know what you are or where you're going yet. And the parents are, are pumping this child with hormones. And I'll tell you what, you, I'm not a doctor, but when you start messing with hormones, you are a big suspect for getting cancer. That is, that is a big, I'm not a doctor. So don't be like, he told me. Like, what? Are you crazy? Yeah, I, I want to be a black horse. I want to change my, I want to change my, my humanity. I don't want to be human. I want to be a horse. Are you kidding me? Now, and, and again, <clears throat> this whole gender thing, you, did anyone ever talk about this? No. Nobody did. Was this an issue? No, it was not. It never was. Was this a, a forefront in anything? Never, ever was it. There's people in my town. There's a, there's a guy in town dresses like a woman. Every once in a while he comes in a coffee shop. You look and you go, is that a guy? That's pretty, yeah, that's a guy. But I don't sit there and it's, it, that's it. That's as far as that goes. This guy feels comfortable dressing like a woman or whatever. That's his head. That's his emotions. I can't, I can't, I can't judge that. I'm not, I'm not touching that. There's other people. I, I remember I was in um, Shreveport, Louisiana. Shreveport, Louisiana. And it was after a show. And it was me and my friend Jimmy Shaka and Larry. And we are in there and there was um, a a kid in there, I don't know, we were all partying, we still partied back then, and there was a, a young guy in the room amongst this group, and he was screaming for attention, he was very loud, very over the top, and he wanted everyone to know 
how flamboyant he was. Right, so I, I got he was gay, and whatever, that's wonderful. That's, that's, that's what you are, got it. But he was over the top uh, with the flamboyant speaking. And then I, he was really aggravating me, really aggravating me. I was like, oh my God, all right, I get, just stop already. It's sort of like a, whatever, a meathead that's like, yeah, I like chicks. And we're like, all right, I get, we get it, we get it. He was the opposite. So when we started talking, I talked to this kid for over an hour, and I just started seeing how he got to where he was. And I got, I'm being dead honest with you. By the end of the conversation, he was talking normal the way we are. The way I'm talking right now is exactly the, do it no this and that and I it's like mm, it's none of that, none of that. So this whole gender thing, you know, to be debated is absurd. It's absurd. It never was an issue until politics and media made it. And if you don't think brainwashing exists, that's a classic example of it. There was never a conversation. Ever. I don't believe you. You could do, oh, this is blood. No. I, I don't put, you're just a, it's, you're not, uh, no way. I'm not buying it. Absolutely not. No way. If, if, if someone came in a bathroom and they were clearly, whatever, trans or, or used to be a, a woman and now it's a guy. No one cares. You're in there to go to the bathroom and then you get out. No one, no one, there's no debate when it's over. There's no, I, it baffles my mind that people don't realize the power of mind control. Welcome to the Mind control by media. It baffles me. So, but at the end of the day, they don't have a clue of where it's going. They don't even know. So long story short, now everyone's getting hopped up because my daughter's in Florida and people are like, you gotta get her out of there, it's the worst storm. And so it's, a, it's, I think a day before now the storm is supposed to murder Tampa Bay. Now, granted, it also went from a Category 5 to now it's a like Category 2. Because once it hits land, it diminishes. It slows down. It starts slowing down. Um, it's still dangerous. It's still a, a serious storm. There's still a serious uh, wind gust. But... You know, they're making it so this is the biggest, nastiest, most horrific, you know, build a, build a 40 foot ditch and stay in there with metal cover and bring oxygen tanks so you can breathe. 
Oh, my God. Maybe they were freaked out because of Houston. I don't know. I don't know. So there comes a part where, and again, I would call, I would call my friends, like, is everything right? They're like, will you please stop watching the news? I said, I'm not. It, it, I'm getting all these texts, and now I'm feeling like I, I, am I, they're making me doubt myself. I felt very confident, but everyone else is starting to make me doubt myself. So, now my daughter, too, she was in a relationship with a boy. Um, he's going to South Jersey. And now this kid is driving, driving from South Jersey to Florida to go get her. And, uh, the kid doesn't tell his parents. So now this is thrown on my lake, on my lap the day before. And, you know, now my friends called like, hey, you know what? We got your daughter and uh, you're, this is pissing us off. We got some 19-year-old kid. He's got to drive 19, 20 hours. He's going to he's gonna drive through the night, come here, get here by 10, 11 a.m. The storm is supposed to be in full effect by 2 p.m. And everyone's trying to get out of flight. Like, you don't know what it's going to be like. What are you, this is, you're, you're now, we don't want to be responsible for this. Oh, I got, I got to call this kid. Like, dude, you got to turn around. Oh, I'm already in North Carolina. That's not my problem, dummy. It's not my problem, dummy. Turn around. Stop watching. The, do your parents don't know? Yeah, why don't you tell your parents you're driving 18 hours? One way, pick up a 18-year-old girl and then turn around and start heading back. Like, what? Are you nuts? Do teenagers, are they, don't, see, don't underestimate the horniness of teenagers. This kid was willing to drive 19 hours straight. I don't know what the hell my 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 daughter's got going on there, but this kid was driving 19 hours to pick her up in the storm, in the big bad Irma hurricane, turn around and head back. That that's beyond madness. Madness. Truckers do that, but they're also on about 10 bottles of speed and any other drug that keeps them up. That's. It's just madness. Absolute madness. Madness. Well, he's freaking out. Are you freaking out, I'd ask her? No. Then why are you allowing this kid to come down? I don't know. No, I think you do know. I think you do know. I don't know. You want to hump your brains up? Ba-boom, 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 ba-boom. I know, it's horniness. Listen, I've been horny on the road. There's times I go on the road. You get a little, yeah, you get a little. It's hard not to get a little horny. I, I, I've never been that horny where I'm willing to drive 20 straight hours though into a hurricane, I'll tell you that. <laughs> now that's, that's horny. Like you're, you're driving all night and your, your little donkey is whistling all night. Stay on course. Stay on course. We're gonna donkey it. And he haw all the way down there. Shaw, shaw. Unbelievable.
That's just... Whew. So this has been... Uh, so I'm glad that whole hurricane thing's over. My daughter starts school again soon. She's loving being in school. And... Uh, life is moving on. I tell you... It's, uh, I'm starting to see more gray hairs. It's a little, it's a little weird. I kind of took pride that I had absolutely no gray hair. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I enjoy seeing younger people with gray hair. My friend Phil was gray by the time he was in his young 20s. Like, oh my God, what do you, you just wake up grinding your teeth? How are you gray? I think that's a, uh, um, it's a Italian thing. It's, it's like a Mediterranean thing. I think they get grayer quicker. Maybe Jewish people too, because they're darker hair. I think anything with darker hair, they get grayer quicker. I could be wrong, but um, yeah, like I had the people thought I colored my hair. Like I don't color my hair. I've never colored my hair in my life. The people try to get my get me to color my hair, especially like the SNL days and all that, and just past there, people are like, oh, you should. Women would be like, you should color your hair, put highlights in your hair, you'd look amazing. I, I, I don't know. I, uh, I don't know. My wife has gray. When she, had can, when, when she went through the chemo and her hair started growing back in, she had like, like silver hair. I got to be honest with you. She was stunning. I love it. But I, I just like anything authentic. I love... I love when people are natural. I love it because to me, there's a confidence there. There's uh, a, a natural beauty. I, I'm very attracted to natural beauty and confidence. Um, but whatever, she colors her hair, <laughs> and she looks real good. I'll say that. My wife looks amazing. She got a hot little body. She looks good. She probably looks. This might be one of the best she's ever looked in her whole life. I mean, it could be. Ah, she, she was always, she was always sexy. My wife was always, always sexy. But I'm glad, I'm glad all that's over with. I just uh, and now, you know, I don't, I don't get caught up with anything going. On. I have no clue what's going on in North Korea. What's going on? Anyone else? Politics? Hate Trump? Like Trump? Like I don't know. It's so exhausting. But I'm excited about this script. Um, I think I'll be finished with the first draft. Now, I keep reading it and, and rewriting and writing and rewriting, but I think I'm going to be finished with the first draft by the end of this Colorado tour, which will end Saturday night. So by the end of Saturday night, I think I will have the first 45 pages done, which is about, it's, I mean, that's a 45-minute show, so I have to cut and edit, and and I also write like I'm a director, because in my head, I, I see the scenes and how they're shot and all that jazz, so I'm, I'm, I'm getting pretty hopped up. I was a little depressed trying to figure this out, and it was really frustrating, but now I think I have a really good formula that I found. I'm kind of adding... It's it's very true to life too. It's extremely true to life. Like I am, I'm going through. I, while I was writing through the writing this, I'm actually going through a lot of emotions. 
and it brings back a lot of memories. So some of the memories are really good, but some of the memories are are not good, and I have to walk away from rehashing some of these things, and I get I get angry, I get frustrated. I go to breakfast and I'm all angry <laughs> because of a because of times I remembered you know, 15 years ago, and or frustrated. I'm like, oh god, I gotta shake out of this. I gotta. I went through that with my book. When I wrote my book, um, I would emotionally go through everything I was writing because it was pretty much a memoir. For those of you who don't know, the book is called "I'm Not High," but I, I have a lot of stories about being a, a goat, SNL, and a spiritual warrior. By the way, if you've never seen me before, uh, this is the way I look. I'm not high. <laughs> not a thing I was a mistake I I'm glad I got a deal I got great money for doing that book but I did I, you know I should have I really wanted to name it leather pants and kangaroo and have an amazing cover and it would it would have done so much better in the it sells out all the time on tour I can't I can't keep up with books I have to reorder at least three four hundred books every freaking couple months I mean they just they fly out the door they fly out people love the book but um, you know the record stores didn't I mean, the record stores bookstores didn't sell well and there's that's another whole game you gotta you gotta go to venues and hire the local bookstore and then the bookstore comes and then they sell and they say you serve and then that's how you get in the best seller list like I, that's exhausting I don't want to do that. I'm too lazy for that. Or I just sell my venues. I sell them or give them away, and that's the way it goes. But I think this episode's going to be pretty cool. Now, here's, here's my dilemma. When the episode's done, I want to get a bunch of neighbors, a bunch of friends, sit down and read the script. I'm going to record it. I, definitely for my own purposes, I want to record it. To, to, to see how it moves, to see how much needs to be cut, um, help, help, help the writing better and all that jazz, see where it needs help. But I really think this is the coolest idea to put on, on the podcast. I, I think that would be so amazing if you, if you were sitting there listening and while you're listening going, oh my God, I listened to him talk about writing this script and then he started, and, I, and, and the process while he was writing it, and then he said he had a read-through and the notes, and now he's more excited, now he's not excited, and blah, blah, blah. And now he's actually going to put the read-through on the air. And I don't know, there's something, there's something, there's a part of me that I think that's the coolest thing in the world. When I first, I had all these other ideas for this other podcast where I, I want to get writers involved, like you. You actually write the script up, and if it goes, then you know you're the writer. You're the freaking writer. But I don't know. Everyone's like, "Oh, that's really complicated." And there's lawsuits, and all my ideas are shot down through business. Oh, lawsuits, and people sue you. Blah blah blah. I just, to me, I just love making people creative. I think everyone is so capable 
of having something creative. I'm not talking just art and and uh, I know Melissa, I know you're listening. You, you have that one woman show. You have a script waiting to be done. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't know why. It, it's Don't even think about big time stuff. That's what I tell people too. If you have an idea in your head and you're like, but don't think about how you're going to sell it. Don't think about how it's going to go. Don't think about like who's who you're going to cast in it and how much money. Just put it together for yourself. Because then the passion will come out. And then it'll be done the way you want it to be done. And then from there, from there, take the next step. And then from there, see what happens. When I, when I wrote my book... I wrote out of passion. I still have it in my basement. It's all on notebook sheets. I didn't type it in computer. I would go in my hotel room and I would write it in a notebook. And then I would hand it to my sister, who was, who was working with me at the time, and she would type it all up. And it was so funny to see her. She, she'd come out of the office crying hysterically. I didn't know you went through that. I did not remember it, but I forgot about it. And then she'd come out like, oh, God, I can't stand so-and-so. He was such a bastard. And then each... <laughs> and that's when I knew, like, wow. At first, I was just going to make it a blog to put on my website. This would be great for people to read every day, but... And I thought, wow, maybe, maybe I should make this a book. Tracy Morgan oh. says, uh, quote, he is like the white version of me. Slow down, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go into Ben and Jerry's asking people are going to get pregnant. <laughs> but you know what, all, all the laughs aside, yeah. quote, unquote, and, and I don't know if this was a, a self-discovery, there's a lot more to you than that, which oh, you really sure. put in the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a whole hidden, uh, deeper side, just like anyone. That you can relate to, yeah. But is that a juxtaposition? Because people, I don't know, you tell me, 90% of the people just want to laugh and have a good time. Yes, no, but uh, they do want to laugh and a good time. It's almost hanging out in your backyard or with your best friends and family. Yes, you want to laugh, but you also have that moment like, can I ask you something? Right. <laughs> My wife or this one passed away, and I don't know how to get through it. And you get through it, and then two minutes later, you're like, let's get back into giggles. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, it's giggles and more. The book is called I'm Not High, but I've yeah. got lots of crazy stories about life as a goat boy, a dad, and a spiritual warrior. Jim Brewer with an excellent I excellent. Feel- One more goat boy. One more goat boy. <laughs> you know what, I get, get him to read the tease. Pablo, is it a full weather? Get goat boy to do the weather. Oh, yeah. can, can you do the weather can, with can me? Can you do the weather with this handsome man? Oh, I know yeah, it's, it's, uh, we won't pay you for well, it. Well, I can tell you right now, it's going to be <laughs> 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 so be very careful.